Speak the truth and speak it ever, cost it what it will. He who hides the wrong he did does the wrong thing still. It is quite apparent that Dr. Andrew Wheatley did not internalize his memory gem, or he may not have been exposed to it at all. Had he been so exposed, he may not now find himself at the center of yet another scandal where he appears at best to be Parsi. The latest episode of mismanagement, excess and extravagance at the expense of taxpayers at the Ministry of Science, Technology and Energy should come as no surprise to anyone as this is not the first time that Dr. Wheatley has been embroiled in a run with its scheme. Recall the $606 million debushing exercise on the eve of the November 28th 2016 general elections following complaints by the then deputy general secretary of the people's national party julian robinson the office of the contractor general launched an investigation into the award of contract for island-wide mitigation end quotes or in brackets debushing and drain cleaning program which was implemented by the national works agency and issued a 485-page special report of its findings and conclusions, selected excerpts of which are shared below. The terms of reference of the report are instructive and the most germane are set out for ease of reference as follows. 4. Whether there was any breach of the Contractor General Act the regulations, the Government of Jamaica Public Sector Procurement Guidelines of 2012 and the Public Bodies Management and Accountability Act in award of contracts to undertake the island-wide mitigation debushing drain cleaning program. Five, whether the contracts were implemented in keeping with the agreed contractual terms. Six, whether any of the parties involved in the process engage in any act of nepotism, irregularity, and or impropriety in the process relating to the award of the contracts for the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Seven, whether there was any conflict of interest on the part of any person with respect to the award of contracts for the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Eight, whether the government of Jamaica received value for money in the award and implementation of the contract with respect to the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Nine, whether the implementation of the works associated with the award of contracts relevant to the subject program was influenced by political motives, favoritism, politicians, members of parliament, and or other persons and tend the veracity of the allegations that the island-wide mitigation debushing and drain cleaning program was a means of buying political support with respect to the local government elections which were held on november 28 2016. it is noteworthy that dr wheatley's name is mentioned over 100 times in the report and without doubt is a star of the show 
he was represented by counsel as he then was Harold Brady. He was interviewed by the contractor general as he then was Dirk Harrison. Having regard to context, this debushing exercise breached the procurement policies and guidelines of the government and was a vulgar use of taxpayers' money to influence the outcome of local government elections. On page 23, the report states, and I quote, 36. Messrs. Vincent Taylor of Construction Solutions, Owen Campbell of Bill Dry Construction Company Limited, and Patrick Garner of Asphaltic Concrete Enterprise Limited advise the OCG of an established protocol practice of members of parliament being consulted by the contractor prior to the execution of the contracts with the view to mobilizing the community members to execute rebushing and drain cleaning works. 37. Dr. Andrew Wheatley, the Honorable Shahini Robinson and the Honorable Robert Montague denied the allegations made by Mr. Vincent Taylor that they specified the persons to whom checks were to be made payable and the manner in which said should be appropriated. The report on page 86 further states, at this juncture, the OCG highlights that Dr. the Honorable Andrew Wheatley denied selecting or making recommendations of facilitators for the execution of the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and draining, drain cleaning program. In point of fact, with the exception of Mr. Oswald Williams, it is the assertion of Mr. Wheatley that he did not recognize any of the named contractors on Exhibit VT1. It should be noted that Dr. Andrew Wheatley, MP, would have appeared before the OCG on January 17, 2016, and a transcript of the hearing held was generated and relied upon by the contractor general to arrive at his findings and conclusions. At the conclusion of the investigation, the contractor general, as he then was, said the following on page 361 to 362 of report. 15. The OCG concludes that based on their admission, Dr. the Honorable Andrew Wheatley and the Honorable Dr. The Honorable Robert Montague and the Honorable Everett Warmington entered into a consultative discussion with Mr. Vincent Taylor and our representatives of the Construction Solution Company concerning the execution of the subject program. In addition, the Honorable Dalvas entered into similar discussion with Mr. Patrick Gordon of Asphaltic Concrete Enterprise in the same regard. Consultative discussions held between the named contractors and Dr. Andrew Wheatley, the Honorable Robert Montague, and the Honorable Darrell Vaz led to the recommendation by the members of Parliament of specific subcontractors, and in the case of Dr. the Honorable Andrew Wheatley, facilitators who were ultimately selected for the execution and performance of the respective contracts. The Contractor General further concluded, 19. The OCG notes with keen interest the further evidence provided by Mr. Vincent Taylor concerning the involvement of the referent members of Parliament in A, specifying the persons to whom checks should be made payable, B, the amount in which same should be made payable, and C, the manner in which same were to be apportioned to the subcontractors and or facilitators. This is especially the case when juxtaposed to the denial and the challenge of the subject members of Parliament. In this regard, the OCG can only reasonably conclude that either the honorable members of parliament, 
Mr. Shahini Robinson, Dr. Andrew Wheatley, and Mr. Robert Montague are mendacious in their, in their representation or that Mr. Taylor is being insincere. It is, is it any wonder then that when that we should now be seeing a footloose and reckless spending occurring under Dr. Andrew Wheatley's watch at his ministry? he saw nothing heard nothing and said nothing in relation to the debushing scandal he adopted the same see no evil hear no evil speak no evil approach when the sordid affairs at his ministry were made bare once again by his erstwhile opposite julian robinson mp he made mp robinson out to be a mischief maker until it was revealed and confirmed that there was a hr manager with dubious qualifications and experience taking home 12 million annually, a chairman who paid travel expenses for meetings he did not attend and was reimbursed out of the public purse in breach of government procurement guidelines to the tune of US $8,000, a board that had not met in nine months, a wall which cost overrun to the tune of $91 million, donations in excess, in excess of $70 million, which cannot be verified and which seems to be skewed towards his constituency. And to top off all of that, a top executive of one of the agencies under his charge found with $85 million in cash. No claim is being made here, either implicit or explicit, about the find and a link to the minister. It is incontrovertible that these occurred under his watch and therefore he was not sufficiently vigilant, was not a sufficiently vigilant minister at best. This is an indictment. The Prime Minister cannot escape scrutiny. He may very well be beholden to Wheatley for the role he played in the 28th November 2016 by-election. The silence of the PM is palpable on the OCG report into the debushing exercise. His silence on the current scandal engulfing the Ministry of Science, Technology and Energy is astounding. Surely the intervention of the Prime Minister is demanded by the mounting stench. He must be hearing the cries of mismanagement and incompetence. The departure of the board members is not sufficient to staunch the bleeding. Will the decisive Andrew Olness stand up and be counted? In a piece entitled Local Government Elections and After by Martin Henry published in the Sunday Gleena on November 27, 2016, he wrote, the PNP's attack on the 600 million debushing clearing and drain cleaning program that was conveniently launched by the government just before the local government election is bound to have similar results. The party has vast experience with run with it politics and indeed invented the phrase through a minister of finance speaking off camera at a campaign meeting. Everywhere in the world of democratic politics, parties in government spend a quite legitimate activities to uh, spend on quite legitimate, legitimate activities to try to influence out voting outcome. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. The alleged irregularities and skewed distribution of the bush-clearing bush funds is naturally a cause of, for concern, but the frontal attack upon it by the usually politically astute PNP is bound to be read 
where votes count most as boxing food out of poor people's mouth and by the very ones who love the poor most. Our illustrious poster Dan Anderson, if one can now still trust posters, confirmed my suspicion in remarks he made at a Carmack forum that based on hard empirical data, scandals do not affect how people vote. The above, end of quote, the above may explain why the current JLP administration has been racking up scandals like frequent flyer miles or data roaming charges. They are unabashed and the PM seems incompetent at best or impotent at best or complicit at worst as he goes eerily silent in the face of the profligacy which has been unleashed on the public purse. His claim to fiscal conservatism are nothing but hot air. The entire government needs a point of order on hypocrisy. Speak the truth and speak it ever, cost it what it will. He who hides the wrong he did does the wrong thing still. It is quite apparent that Dr. Andrew Wheatley did not internalize his memory gem, or he may not have been exposed to it at all. Had he been so exposed, he may not now find himself at the center of yet another scandal where he appears at best to be Parsi. The latest episode of mismanagement, excess and extravagance at the expense of taxpayers at the Ministry of Science, Technology and Energy should come as no surprise to anyone as this is not the first time that Dr. Wheatley has been embroiled in a run with its scheme. Recall the $606 million debushing exercise on the eve of the November 28th 2016 general elections, following complaints by the then Deputy General Secretary of the People's National Party, Julian Robinson, the Office of the Contractor General launched an investigation into the award of contract for island-wide mitigation, end quotes, or end brackets, debushing and drain cleaning program, which was implemented by the National Works Agency, and issued a 485-page special report of its findings and conclusions, selected excerpts of which are shared below. The terms of reference of the report are instructive and the most germane are set out for ease of reference as follows. 4. Whether there was any breach of the Contractor General Act the regulations, the Government of Jamaica Public Sector Procurement Guidelines of 2012 and the Public Bodies Management and Accountability Act in award of contracts to undertake the island-wide mitigation debushing drain cleaning program. Five, whether the contracts were implemented in keeping with the agreed contractual terms. Six, whether any of the parties involved in the process engage in any act of nepotism, irregularity, and or impropriety in the process relating to the award of the contracts for the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Seven, whether there was any conflict of interest on the part of any person with respect to the award of contracts for the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Eight, 
whether the government of Jamaica received value for money in the award and implementation of the contract with respect to the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program. Nine, whether the implementation of the works associated with the award of contracts relevant to the subject program was influenced by political motives, favoritism, politicians, members of parliament, and or other persons, and tend the veracity of the allegations that the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and drain cleaning program was a means of buying political support with respect to the local government elections, which were held on November 28, 2016. It is noteworthy that Dr. Wheatley's name is mentioned over 100 times in the report and without doubt is a star of the show. He was represented by counsel as he then was Harold Brady. He was interviewed by the contractor general as he then was Dirk Harrison. Having regard to context, this debushing exercise breached the procurement policies and guidelines of the government and was a vulgar use of taxpayers' money to influence the outcome of local government elections. On page 23, the report states, and I quote, 36, Messrs. Vincent Taylor of Construction Solutions Owen Campbell of Buildride Construction Company Limited and Patrick Garner of Asphaltic Concrete Enterprise Limited advise the OCG of an established protocol practice of members of parliament being consulted by the contractor prior to the execution of the contracts with the view to mobilizing the community members to execute rebushing and drain cleaning works. 37. Dr. Andrew Wheatley. The Honorable Shahini Robinson and the Honorable Robert Montague denied the allegations made by Mr. Vincent Taylor that they specified the persons to whom checks were to be made payable and the manner in which said should be appropriated. The report on page 86 further states, at this juncture, the OCG highlights that Dr. The Honorable Andrew Wheatley denied selecting or making recommendations of facilitators for the execution of the island-wide mitigation, debushing, and draining, drain cleaning program. In point of fact, with the exception of Mr. Oswald Williams, it is the assertion of Mr. Wheatley that he did not recognize any of the named contractors on Exhibit VT1. It should be noted that Dr. Andrew Wheatley, MP, would have appeared before the OCG on January 17, 2016, and a transcript of the hearing held was generated and relied upon by the contractor general to arrive at his findings and conclusions. At the conclusion of the investigation, the contractor general, as he then was, said the following on page 361 to 362 of report 15. The OCG concludes that based on their admission, Dr. The Honorable Andrew Wheatley and the Honorable Doctor, the Honorable Robert Montague and the Honorable Everett Warmington entered into a consultative discussion with Mr. Vincent Taylor and our representatives of the Construction Solution Company concerning the execution of the subject program. In addition, the Honorable Dalvas entered into similar discussion with Mr. Patrick Gordon of Asphaltic Concrete Enterprise in the same regard. Consultative discussions held between the named contractors and Dr. Andrew Wheatley, the Honorable Robert Montague, and the Honorable Darrell Vaz led to the recommendation by the members of Parliament of specific subcontractors, and in the case of Dr. the Honorable Andrew Wheatley, facilitators 
were ultimately selected for the execution and performance of the respective contracts. The Contractor General further concluded, 19. The OCG notes with keen interest the further evidence provided by Mr. Vincent Taylor concerning involvement of the referent members of Parliament in A, specifying the persons to whom checks should be made payable, B, the amount in which same should be made payable, and C, the manner in which same were to be apportioned to the subcontractors and or facilitators. This is especially the case when juxtaposed to the denial and the challenge of the subject members of Parliament. In this regard, the OCG can unreasonably conclude that either the Honourable Members of Parliament, Mr. Shahini Robinson, Dr. Andrew Wheatley, and Mr. Robert Montague are mendacious in their, in their representation or that Mr. Taylor is being insincere. It is, is it any wonder then that when that we should now be seeing a footloose and reckless spending occurring under Dr. Andrew Wheatley's watch at his ministry. He saw nothing, heard nothing, and said nothing in relation to the debushing scandal. He adopted the same see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil approach when the sordid affairs at his ministry were made bare once again by his erstwhile opposite, Julian Robinson MP. He made MP Robinson out to be a mischief maker until it was revealed and confirmed that there was a HR manager with dubious qualifications and experience taking home 12 million annually, a chairman who paid travel expenses for meetings he did not attend and was reimbursed out of the public purse in breach of government procurement guidelines to the tune of US $8,000, a board that had not met in nine months, a wall which cost overrun to the tune of $91 million, donations in excess, in excess of $70 million, which cannot be verified and which seems to be skewed towards his constituency. And to top off all of that, a top executive of one of the agencies under his charge found with $85 million in cash. No claim is being made here, either implicit or explicit, about the find and a link to the minister. It is incontrovertible that these occurred under his watch and therefore he was not sufficiently vigilant, was not a sufficiently vigilant minister at best. This is an indictment. The Prime Minister cannot escape scrutiny. He may very well be beholden to Wheatley for the role he played in the 28th November 2016 by-election. The silence of the PM is palpable on the OCG report into the debushing exercise. His silence on the current scandal engulfing the Ministry of Science, Technology and Energy is astounding. Surely the intervention of the Prime Minister is demanded by the mounting stench. He must be hearing the cries of mismanagement and incompetence. The departure of the board members is not sufficient to staunch the bleeding. Will the decisive Andrew Olness stand up and be counted? In a piece entitled Local Government Elections and After by Martin Henry published in the Sunday Gleaner on November 27, 2016, he wrote, The PNP's attack on the 600 million debushing 
clearing and drain cleaning program that was conveniently launched by the government just before the local government election is bound to have similar results. The party has vast experience with run with it politics and indeed invented the phrase through a Minister of Finance speaking off camera at a campaign meeting. Everywhere in the world of democratic politics, parties in government spend a quite legitimate activities to uh, spend on quite legitimate, legitimate activities to try to influence out voting outcome. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. The alleged irregularities and skewed distribution of the Bush-clearing Bush funds is naturally a cause of, for concern, but the frontal attack upon it by the usually politically astute PNP is bound to be read where votes count most as boxing food out of poor people's mouth and by the very ones who love the poor most. Our illustrious poster Don Anderson, if one can now still trust posters, confirmed my suspicion in remarks he made at a Carmack forum that based on hard empirical data, scandals do not affect how people vote. The above, end of quote, the above may explain why the current JLP administration has been racking up scandals like frequent flyer miles or data roaming charges. They are unabashed and the PM seems incompetent at best or impotent at best or complicit at worst as he goes eerily silent in the face of the profligacy which has been unleashed on the public purse. His claim to fiscal conservatism are nothing but hot air. The entire government needs a point of order on hypocrisy.